again, people try to like rid themselves of guilt though, you know? Yeah, yeah. And um I love it. I mean, guilt is a good thing. Yeah. Like you need guilt. Guilt uh, it motivates you to accomplish stuff. So, yeah. Don't try to rid yourself of guilt, listeners. That's right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dark on the Page. Uh, today's episode. Oh my goodness! Today is this is you are gonna love this. Um, the song that I was just playing. Uh, that's from uh, Matt Farley, who is. It's honestly one of the most interesting creative people I've ever met. Uh, <laughs> it's ridiculous. I'm just like I'm laughing because it's 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 just so much fun. I had such a fun time with Matt. So one of the things I've been doing with Dark on the Page is, um, you know, recording uh, live. I've been, just been saying, okay, I, if I do the interviews, I want to be in the same room with two mics, <clears throat> which, you know, used to not be that weird. Of course, that's how most people would do interviews. But today with Skype, is you're just able to do interviews wherever you want. But I like being in the same room with someone. So I had heard about Matt, and as I describe in, when we come in here, um, I heard about Matt through a podcast called Reply All, which I really enjoy. And... Matt, he just writes these ridiculous songs. He and he's like a he's like a songwriting machine. Matt has written, I shit you not, eighteen thousand three hundred songs. Um, it, it, so <clears throat> he basically just cranks out. I don't know how many songs. I mean, depending on what he's writing about, he could he could get up to a hundred songs a day. Now, um, these are simple songs. I mean, he's not writing. He's not writing like Beethoven's sixth, you know, fifth symphony or something like that. Um, but the thing that I fucking love about Matt is that he, I don't know, he just, he so pushes back against this, this perfectionism and then that, you know, the barriers we put up against, uh, creativity and just making stuff. I mean, this guy is constantly making stuff. And with a funny thing, we talk about this in the episode is that he's actually, he puts all his music on Spotify and, you know, at this point actually makes, you know, a good bit of money through uh, the streaming and the downloads. And he's just peppered the Internet with with songs and he has songs about everything. So he's basically like he's like niched himself about songs about everything. I, I, <laughs> the extent to which I could describe to you this like the vastness of his archive is I just couldn't even do it justice. So you're gonna have to hear it. Um in this episode uh he, oh and also um i we decided i thought it'd be fun to just write a song together with him and i and so um you know what happened was we were going to write a song for the intro but it ended up being like five minutes long and i felt like it was kind of went on a little long for the intro and also that you wouldn't really understand just the kind of ridiculous stuff we were talking about <laughs> so i put it at the end of the episode so make sure you listen all the way to the end of the episode or you can just skip to it or whatever and uh, there's like a five-minute song, Matt and I, and it's just it's hilarious. We're having so much fun. So he lives here in Massachusetts. I'm back home in Boston for like a, a month or so with my parents. And um, so I just drove up to his house in in, uh, in Massachusetts and got to hang out with his wife. And it was just great. Like, they're so fun. So much fun. This is the other thing that I think is worth describing about Matt before we get into this. And I think I mentioned in the episode, too. But um, he's like a super normal-looking dude. Like... As one podcast described him, he's the kind of guy who would like 
you would see modeling like an airplane pillow on an ad. <laughs> you know, he's you would think that a guy like this in the songs he writes, he would just be this like weird Al Yankovic looking kind of dude. But he really isn't. He's and I visited his house and, you know, talked to his wife. He's a very, very, you know, normal life. Then he goes in the basement and he has this just he just he just goes and he just plays. Um, So I just totally appreciated him. Um, We talked in the beginning about him giving his phone number out and he he has it on his Twitter account. He puts in lots of his songs and I just called him and I said, hey, man, uh, you want to do an interview? He said, yeah, sure. That sounds great. He loves getting phone calls. I mean. I shit you not, I really, like, you know, I, I encourage a lot of people that listen to the show, if you like the guest, you know, reach out to him on Twitter and all that kind of stuff. Um, but if you want to talk to Matt, like, he's a super interesting guy, and he's really funny, and he loves getting phone calls. Like, in, in this, he was just on The Tonight Show. Like, he was just on The Tonight Show, like, a couple months ago. So he he's, you know, somewhat known in the internet, you know, he's he's, but he gets, like, a couple phone calls a day from people, and he, he loves it. <clears throat> so... I would say if you really enjoyed this episode, uh, please give him a call and just tell him, hey, I heard you on Dark in the Page with Dave Buddha and it was fun and I thought I'd give you a call. He's just great. Um, so I'm really excited to bring you this. Um, I want to say that uh, I we just started talking and hit record. So the intro, it, it might seem just like we were talking and then hit record and that's what happened. So there's uh, when I come in, when I come in with the actual tape from this um, this conversation, <clears throat> it might seem kind of sporadic, but. It works. Um, so here it is. Without further ado, Matt Farley. I'll just I'll just back that up for people who don't know what we're talking about. There's a there's a podcast called Reply All that I listen to. That you know the hosts PJ and Alex. I think I mean they found out about you a long time ago, back when they were doing TLDR. Yep. Yep. And PJ has a his mission is to make you famous he loves you they just they just love you and and you've written i mean i don't know how many songs you've written for reply all at this point maybe just a handful of oh yeah uh, for the yeah reply all, yeah, i've heard ha- i've heard half at least dozen, like yeah, yeah half dozen or so, yeah, yeah give so or take. so it's a it's a podcast and they did a show where uh they gave out their phone number to just a huge number of people and they just took phone calls for 48 hours straight mm-hmm. and it was kind of this marathon of thing and you have your phone number I mean, they said it's in your songs, but then of course it's went to your website. It's on your website. On it's really Twitter, simple yeah, and anywhere, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> so. people love it the best when they're listening to a song and right. You know, it feels like big li- insider info. The yeah. lyrics are, "You should call me sometime," <laughs> and then I sing my number. They're like, "Wait, did did I just hear that?" <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I mean, uh, maybe strangest phone call that you've gotten, and I really appreciate the fact that you're that you just genuinely love that. Like I, I just think that I don't know that there's such a um, like I really get that that you, you you said on the episode once that you're like you're usually the person that hangs up on them like it's, no 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 they're the ones who hang up look, on they, me they yeah, 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 yeah yeah like you I enjoy it. it so I, much I, I yeah. out talk every time <laughs> <That's so ridiculous. laughs> well I liked I, but I also like uh, demystifying the artist you know right because yeah, I get uh, that. Yeah. it's like um, everyone's like oh the 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 brilliant artist high on yeah. a, a mountaintop yeah. who has to I want to picture the gold plated uh, you know mics and stuff yeah, you have down here all you know? that I, I don't want yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I mean I mean look at the, the, this recording thing I I don't even use GarageBand or any kind of um um you know computer editing software oh yeah this just this just thing that. Yeah. yeah which yeah. is which is nice you know yeah it does the trick yeah. 
But um, I, I think there's a danger in having too much, too many options too, in terms of editing and, yeah. and effects. Yeah. Like you could end up just kind of being like, well, what if I turn the reverb like oh, this can, much? Yeah, and then, that's. <laughs> I mean, that, that, they said Frank Sinatra used to be, you know, famous for doing one takes. You yeah. Know? He would just come in, and he'd say, "That's it," and yeah. we're gone, and that's it. And, and, and he did pretty well. Sorry, he's pretty he, famous. He did you know, pretty he, well. He, did, right, you know. <laughs> he uh, well, and there's also the psychology of like. If you hear a song, if if you if you grow up listening to the album version of a song, yeah, you're gonna prefer it to the live version of the song by uh-huh. the same artist, you know, ninety percent of the time. Sure. And if you grow up um, listening to the live version, and then you hear the studio, you're like, oh, the, I like the live version better. So yeah, uh, there's a chance, <laughs> there's a chance that there's no such thing as quality, is what I'm getting at. Yeah. You know, and yeah. uh, obviously there there might be to some degree, but a lot of it is just what what you're surrounded by. You you know you like what you hear. The more you hear something, the more you like it. Usually. Yeah, I I, can't, I I always remind myself of that, and I I can't help but think of songs like um, some like Bob Dylan songs. I think when you know, like when I hear like Redemption song, for example, like it just sounds like it was recorded. I mean, you could get a better recording on an iPhone today. Right. And there's there's, yeah. not, there's really there's definitely songs out there. Yeah. That are amazing. That that you know and. How do you argue? Like, how how do you sit there and in, in, in my mind, it's like, how do I sit there and fiddle yeah. with something for four hours, thinking it makes a difference? Nobody can tell a difference. I know. And yet, I love those other songs. Like that, just that <laughs> yeah. disparity. You know. Or how about the fact that you could put on a different pair of headphones and suddenly it sounds completely different to you? Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, uh, you know. So, or you know, um, speak. You know, you you have a nice stereo, or you've been listening on. You know, you've been listening through the speakers of your iPhone for yeah. years. Then you put on a stereo; it sounds completely different, but yeah. you still love the song. Ultimately, it's uh, is it a good melody? You know, with good lyrics, and you know, right. that's all that really matters. The other stuff um, is you know is nice sometimes, but yeah, uh, yeah. you you got to just at some point just say, all right, it's done, yeah. move on. And also, I. I was on the Tonight Show, you know, a couple. Yeah, I, yeah. Saw, I looked up. I tried to look up the clip. I know and it was it's all not on anymore. And, I'm do you devastated. have it somewhere? Like, is it? My parents have it on their um, their DVR, so yeah. I have to go over there and like film their TV at some point. <laughs> <laughs> but I, so I just did this song myself on the piano, singing, and then when it was over, before they go to commercial, the roots start. I didn't even know they were going to do it. Playing with you, they started right? playing the song. Yeah, and I, <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, and um. <laughs> It, it kind of reiterated the my belief, which is like I'm a songwriter more than anything else. You yeah. know, it's like I'm happy to write these songs. If a band as good as The Roots wants to, you know, take one of my songs, they can do so much more <laughs> with it. It's like I'll just write the skeleton, you know, which I think Dylan kind of looked at it that way. You know, I think a lot of songwriters do. Yeah, they're happy when people just say, hey, grab it and run with it. Yeah, you know? when Hendrix took uh, All Along the Watchtower. Yeah. You know, Bob is quoted as being like, I've been, you know, I'd been wanting him to do one of my songs yeah. for a while. And uh, and that's great. I love yeah. it. And yeah. you'd been wanting The Roots to pick up one of your songs for a while. <laughs> so that really worked out. I was wanting anybody. Any <laughs> any human other than me wants to sing my song, please. You could you could have somebody you know the 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 Matt Farley cover artist, and then that would be like just this other ridiculous monumental feat to cover all your songs. They're like you know they could like chase you. You know you're like they're they're, they're like thousand two thousand like they're catching they're up to, to catch you. Up. <laughs> well, um, I I I have my own podcast too. Of course, everyone has a podcast. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I did a cover song challenge on my podcast, encouraging my listeners to record uh, versions of my songs. Uh-huh. 
And uh, then I did a whole episode where I played. It, it took like two hours to get through them all. <laughs> I, I, I was so delighted. Like, like you played them all, of course. Oh, so I played not them like, all. Time is not an. It t- doesn't Time matter. does not exist in, in this basement. It, it's so <laughs> self indulgent, but uh, it was good. And I gave a record. I you saw the record up there, maybe. Uh, I, I made a vinyl. Yeah, oh, yeah. I saw the vinyl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so the winner got uh, a vinyl. That's great. Yeah, it was it was cool. I'm gonna try it again next year. People people had fun. So we had like. You know, twenty to thirty people uh, enter. Yeah, I was so honored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I remember the first time that I I got a. I don't think they told me about it, but I saw it because I was googling it on YouTube, and some a random person had covered one of my songs. Oh you know, wow! And it's just, I mean, yeah. it's it's absolutely. I don't know. It's just it's it's a, it's a feeling that is like. I don't know how to describe it, but it's it's like just one of the best things in the Heck world. Heck yeah! Oh you know? yeah, it's um, beautiful. I I had um I've had people play their play some of my songs live too just for whatever reason like, mm. like open mic or like at a party yeah and it's just like oh, oh it's just amazing yeah, yeah. yeah. um and w- w- the sad part is though um you're happy you know it's like wow this just happened yeah but then it's like uh, it quickly goes down and then you're like what's next you know what i mean <laughs> you understand why so just that's one song that's all you learned is one song <laughs> yeah you, got, you have more the whole album i mean that's like that's just one song in the album you got yeah <laughs> like you see yeah i don't know you see kanye west always in the spotlight and you're like why why does he always feel the need to be in the spotlight you know yeah. and it's because everything that he whatever he whatever plateau he reaches becomes yeah. the new normal and then he the, yeah. the natural drive i uh, it, Do you feel like that's true for you in this pursuit of, I mean, is it like? Well, I mean, it. it well, I mean, I, I definitely haven't. Uh, you know, I haven't. I haven't come close to winning yet. But I would hope that if I, you know, winning for me is like, uh, if if I was earning like a teacher's salary, you know, yeah. consistently. You said something about earning a million dollars there was like a, a thing you were gonna yeah do. yeah tell me about that that was like a- well, well every june 3rd I, I i instituted a brand new uh worldwide holiday called yeah, of course <laughs> of course <laughs> world moturn day yeah again very where did the word moturn come from that's moturn is your yeah that's my moturn. word for my company um in in college, I, it I, seems honestly, it seems so plain. Yeah, <laughs> for all the outrageous <laughs> things you string together, Moturn seems so, so like normal. Drab, yeah, you know? <laughs> it was a typo. I was in 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 um in college. I was I had the the zany idea that I should write a book that's ten thousand pages long. That uh-huh. was the only criteria, and yeah. sometimes it, it was page after page of words that don't even go together. Yeah, you know? of course. <laughs> but um, at one point, I I I wrote the word Moturn accidentally, and then what were you at, trying to write? I was trying know? to write intern, so I was okay. way off. <laughs> okay. But uh, and then you know, you, I I have one copy of the book that I might ceremoniously burn at some point. That would be fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> but um, I didn't. I only got two thousand pages written before I said, "All right, this is." <laughs> This is a, <laughs> as as wasteful as most of my endeavors are. This one, even more so. <laughs> I mean, there's not like a, at some point it just becomes drudge work. It's not like you know, there's not even any creativity. You're just like you could just write anything. Yeah, and yeah. it's just like this. Yeah, this. You, you get just, a robot to do this. I, I mean, know. Yeah. yeah. So I I quit, but the that became the name of the book. Moturn became the name of the book, which then became just a word that means like excessive creativity, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Good word. Um, so, so that this idea of having, um, you know, this sort of the shadow part of this was. I was thinking about uh, in, the, in the car on the way over. I was thinking, you know, um, we were talking. We talked about Andy Kaufman a little on the phone. Yeah, and he's somebody that I absolutely love. Yeah, me too. And 
and the absurdity of Andy Kaufman is something that we can, you know, we obviously comes through in, in, in you. And yeah. so it's like, and I, there was this cool moment that, um, after he came up with that character, uh, Tony, um, Tony Clifton, Tony yeah. Clifton yeah. yeah. And Tony Clifton got fired from the show taxi that, and I think I saw this either in a documentary or something, but he, after that moment where he staged this big dramatic thing and then he went off and he, and he told his manager and his manager was reporting this years later. And he said, it was like this moment where he was like, I like, I did it. Did you see that? Like, and he, he, he totally just broke character and cause he was with his manager. And that was like, you could tell that there was something in that, that was like, that's what, that was like a secret desire of his to make that happen. <laughs> Whereas it's hard to, cause it's hard to understand like why he's doing what he's doing on yeah. some level. You're like, I mean, I think that sounds fun, but there's, there's that secret desire. And so I'm curious for you, um, you know, is there something that, is there even just like a little moment, like, you know, like it's kind of like that moment when somebody covers your song or something. Is there something that, that you're, that would make you like really smile if, if this kind of happens or maybe like the tonight show is obviously an example yeah. of something oh, like yeah. that, but you oh. know, it's like, what is it? Is well, there something for you? That's like yeah. a secret driver. I don't know if I'll, I, I would just love to be a fly on the wall for someone on Spotify. Who's, um, looking up the toilet bowl cleaners, which is my band devoted to poop. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, um, I think there are, Thir- 12 or 13 albums yeah, okay yeah and 12 of them with 100 songs each about or oh no no that, I, I can't yeah no, no it, it it's more in the 15 to 25 okay. range for it's the... reasonable yeah. <laughs> okay, listen, it's a reasonable amount of songs about poop all yeah. right let's not get carried away here okay. and um okay so all but one of the albums are about poop okay right. yeah and then there's one album called <laughs> mature love songs and it's it's a collection of absolutely straightforward <laughs> love songs, nothing to do with potty humor or it just but like the name of the band is still still the, the toilet bowl cleaners. Toilet so thing, I yeah. just want to, I just want someone to be like scrolling through, being like songs <laughs> about poop, poop and pee. Uh, you know, um, you thought we ran out of poop song ideas. You were wrong. Right. Never gonna flush again. Mature love songs. <laughs> and I, you know, I I just think like to imagine that a poop band. You know, got together and was like, you know what? (laughs) I want to sing about love, man, you know? (laughs) In that moment where they kind of like the song, too. They're like, this is kind of beautiful. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Oh, and and that's the thing. Like, when when I started writing mature love songs, I was like, I'll just churn it out in a day. Because it's a funny joke, but yeah. then a couple songs in, I started just like you said, I started liking the songs. Like yeah. there's a song called "River of Love." It's beautiful. Yeah. I'm serious. Yeah. And it, yeah. It's by the Toilet Bowl Cleaners. So I mean, that's that's the epic joke for me. You yeah. know, just like yeah, s- like so many years to go into that too. You know, to create. Now I'm doing it with all my artists too. Yeah. Yeah. So you mean my artists? You mean different band? The names different names that different, I use. They're yeah. all me. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's the toilet the, bowl cleaners. You say when you say band, you don't mean other musicians. No one else is you. in the band. Okay, just me. So the guy who sings about cities and towns is one of my right. the names that I use. And that's that's the actual name. The guy who sings that's about cities the and artist town. name. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> so he he just he has I don't know I say he he's me sorry everybody but um uh he has. 10-ish albums, you know? Each yeah. one of those, there's like the Canada album, the Australia album, yeah. UK album, and then I'm working my way through each individual state. Right. The, most of them have 80 to 100 songs. Right. Well, you and, set yourself up for success when you do something like States and Cities because there's a lot of them. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah that's that's exactly it. <laughs> um, 
and it's a good gateway. People discover me when they search their hometown, and then they 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 fall into this uh, vortex. But yeah, but um, he recently came out with an album called "I've Never Left My Hometown," and it's a um, it's uh, just I like, like how you heard him in third person. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I'm confused. Third person. Wait, I'm okay. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, it's good. I <laughs> he so in, in which artist I, formerly known as I yeah. sing from the point of view of the guy who sings about cities and towns, and it's a whole. It's I'm telling you, it is like. It's good. Again, I'm very uh, self-indulgent and I'm I'm self-promotional, but better than any Bob Dylan album ever. It is. It's it. It is a real solid, beautiful, heart-wrenching album about a guy who's like, uh, you know, he's afraid to leave his hometown. Yeah. It's, it's songs about the girl he loved who who left town and yeah. just. It's it's amazing, but I mean, it, so it's just funny to pu- to write a heartfelt album, but then put it in this brand new context, yeah. where it's by this fake artist. Uh, it's just so complicated. So there's like this is like a this is like Inception or something. You have like layers, yes, because these are all you. <laughs> They're but all then, me. but you have a but you have a you have an alter ego yes. who has a complexity. Yes, because most people have alter egos that are one thing. You know, Sasha Fierce is a badass. Yeah, but you're having like alter egos of alter <laughs> egos of alter egos. Um, Matt Farley is a character in there too. He's the head of Moturn Media, right? And um, the singing animal lover, one of my other artists, he has a whole album where he gets mad at Matt Farley. <laughs> and there's there's a song on the album called Matt Farley is a hack, and like I hate Matt Farley and. So again, it's insane. It's cra- those albums obviously don't even make me that much money, which is funny because you know people call me this spam, uh, <laughs> this spam <laughs> artist who's just try- gaming the system to make money, and it's like. Yeah. If that was really my goal, um, <laughs> I mean, there are other ways to make money. <laughs> yeah, you know? I know. I'm I'm barely getting minimum wage. Seriously. I mean, well, so so speaking of speaking of like how much time it takes you, what what would you say? Uh, you know, your average uh, song production time is um, from like start to finish, inception to down- upload. Um, uh, so, I mean, it, it, it varies, it varies greatly. You know, there's as paparazzi and the photogs. I, um, that's another one of my names. Mm-hmm. I do songs about celebrities where it's just banging a chord on the piano yeah, and looking up the celebrities Wikipedia page and hitting record and singing about, Sing about what I'm reading as I'm recording it. So right. I mean, that's the song's two minutes long. It took me about three and a half minutes, yeah, to record it. You know, and on a good day, I can do you know, thirty, forty, fifty of those. Yeah. So I mean, in a week, I can do a hundred piano odes to celebrities, and boom, yeah, it's, it's been released. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, then like an album like I've never left my hometown. That was that took like five weeks. You yeah. know, and um, so you will, and and like we talked about before, you will actually. And you know, you'll take songs that that hey, like I would do, I do want to work on this. So you don't have like a like a buzzer that goes off in thirty minutes. It's like, okay, I can't work on right. this anymore. No, like, no, you, not you, at you all. Will, yeah, you know. and yeah. I mean, five weeks is um, you know, f- I mean, fi- to to write, record, and release an album, five weeks is pretty short. You know. Yeah. Um, you know, th- uh, there's thirty songs on it. You know, um, but I mean, it's not the cra- you know. The the headline is always like Matt Farley can write a hundred songs in a day. It's like, well, yeah, but I mean, I I don't. Plus, you know, I have have two kids that uh, yeah, I'm in charge of them when my wife's at work. So yeah. time is really um, very limited. Yeah, yeah, like crazy. And you yeah. got to be like so disciplined. You know. Yeah. You've been taking care of kids all day, and then you kind of just want to sit down. Yeah. But you say no. You got to yeah. go downstairs <laughs> for the next six hours. <laughs> <laughs> And you guys sing about office supplies. So, 
so tell me about tell me about your motivation and not necessarily like where your motivation comes from, but like what is it like to be you on a daily basis? How much how much willpower do you need, or is it just like God? I can't wait to get down in the basement. Um, it, it's a it's it's a you know it's the same. It's I, I don't know. I I assume it's like um, if you if you're a runner or or something, you enjoy running. You know that you enjoy running. Yeah. But sometimes just start getting, you know, like yeah. to start the momentum is the, the toughest part. So you have to just push, push, push. So, I mean, I'm in the habit of, of pushing, but I mean, uh, yeah, uh, I'm always uh, I'm always tempted to procrastinate and whatnot. And, but and sometimes I come down here. I'm like, I just don't have it. Yeah. But I, you know, get through three songs and then suddenly the juices are flowing. I'm like, I do have it, yeah. you know? Yeah. And now most people would not release those first three songs that they had to get through, right. you know? But, right. but I'm like, well, they might make me 20 cents a year. Well, I might as well release them, you know, right. which opens me up to criticism. <laughs> <laughs> well, so do you have, uh, do you, I mean, uh, this sounds like a stupid question, but do you have songs that you writ, wrote but you haven't released? Uh, no, I mean, not since. Not since two thousand eight, with my uh, my first band called Moe's Haven, we um, we didn't release everything. Yeah. I mean, we were pro- you know prolific. We put out t- twenty five albums in about five or six years. Yeah, but uh, but we we ha- we had standards. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're like it's like the opposite of Prince. You know, if you heard about Prince, had apparently had written a ton of songs and made music videos for production yeah. stuff and he just had this vault, the quote-unquote vault yes. somewhere, you know, yeah. which still hasn't been unearthed. But, like, you know, he would... You, it seemed as though he was just putting out such a small percentage of his stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, why not? Because also, yeah. I'm not uh, I'm not a good judge of my own stuff. Uh, there have been so yeah. many times that my favorite song on an album nobody mentions in... It's something I I didn't think twice about gets the response. So <laughs> like the poop one, right? When you you were saying on on TLDR, you're saying yeah. that the when you I just, just said, say the word you just poop, said the word poop the whole time. It's had three hundred and thirty thousand <laughs> streams on Spotify. It it's just a, a few chords and me saying poop for a minute and a half. <laughs> Even among the poop songs, I I feel like it's I'm like come on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're right. I got depth here, people. And it's just weird. Like I have, I started a, I started a competing artist <laughs> called <laughs> the Odd Man who sings about poop, puke, and pee, <laughs> right. and he's fighting, he's fighting with the toilet bowl cleaners for for dominance. <laughs> right. And he's got a poop In song. The sphere. Yeah. yeah. He's got a poop song. Better. Yeah. It's got drums. It's yeah. got uh, it's got multiple tracks. It's got backing vocals. Yeah. Doesn't come close to the original poop song. No. <laughs> I think success begets success, though. It's like. For if 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 one if something's popular, then it becomes the first thing that comes up when yeah. you search things, yeah. and therefore it becomes more popular. You yeah, know? yeah, it's like the long tail thing, you know. Yeah, you like, yeah, the first thing out there is, yeah. Which really, you you know, you've you've captured the first thing out there in so many markets. I mean, that's yeah. been that's been 
Like yeah. you own you own real estate all over the map <laughs> in this world, right? I think I do, you know, because uh before before the internet there was no, you know, there wasn't much incentive to write songs about stuff other than than love, you know? Right. But then at least I I got to notice, you know, people are not just searching love, you know? They're right. searching weird words and they're they're checking stuff out, especially now with Spotify. It's free just to, for them to play it, you know? Yeah. It used, yeah. You know, to to get someone to spend 99 cents on a weird song is one thing, but yeah. to get them to hit play, that that should be easy. You yeah. Know? yeah, 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 totally. Um, do you have some best ofs? I mean, you must have some compilation. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I make um, I make playlists on uh, on Spotify. But have you released any like best of albums? Um, no, 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 not really. I, I, I made like a promotional, a thousand copies of like a promotional thing a few years ago that I sent yeah. out to different places, but, but we never, World Moturn Day, my world holiday though, is, um, June 3rd and I ask all the people on earth to listen to a, a six hour playlist with 200 of my best songs. Uh-huh. And if a million people listen, boom, I'd make a million dollars. Yeah. So that's the goal. That's how I'm trying to get a million. And um, I've I've done it twice so far. I've gotten about about three hundred fifty bucks each time, nice. which which is great to make in a day. Don't get me wrong; I'm yeah. honored that anyone did it. But uh, yeah, it's it's not it's not a million. No, <laughs> uh, <laughs> there, I mean there's so many things that there's so many things I I want to talk about, and it's like endless possibilities. Um, possibly you could relate to this idea of endless possibilities of where to go with stuff. Yeah. Um, and um. Yeah, I, so I, there's something that that um, an event I put on in um, uh, in San Diego where I usually live, and um, I, you know, I noticed for myself that as any most songwriters, I get stuck in trying to make things perfect, right? Mm-hmm. And so, so I read this book actually called The Frustrated Songwriter's Handbook. Uh-huh. Have you heard of it? No. Um, it, it, you you don't need it, but it's it's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. And they, what they do is they they talk about. Um, one of the things they do is like this 20 song challenge. So mm-hmm. they, you write 20 songs in a day, which of course for most people is insane Yeah, you know, for you. That's yeah. nothing walking the park, <laughs> but, um, you know, just to get, just, to, you know, just really just to stop the, the chatter and stop the yeah. mind from going. And so they'll do it. So I decided, all right, I'll do it and then play a concert in the evening. And so I, I call, I call the songwriter lock-in nice. and I, and I got 10 songwriters together and I rent and I got this little office space on a Saturday and I said, all right, we're going to write from like 10 to 5. Yeah. So let's do 10 songs and then... That you're know, all collaborating on or 10 songs no, each? No, individually. Okay. So like there was 100 songs written nice. in a day, let's say. And um, and I said, here's the incentive. I brought up my tip jar and I said, uh, to take part in this, you have to put $100 in here and you get $10 for every song you write. You uh-huh. so, like, oh, nice. You I get, like that. You have to make yeah. your money back. Yeah. And then we had a concert that night and then you had to perform at least one of the new songs. Yeah, that's and, fun. And then we wrote... And then what we did is I did it like Nashville in the round style where I had like... <clears throat> a bunch of musicians on stage at once. Yeah, and then they'd all play a couple songs, and then I ha- and I do like improv comedy style where the audience would suggest something, and then we just write a song on stage. Nice. And one of the cool things I noticed, and this is kind of what I this is what I'm getting at, is after the whole day of writing, um, I was like, I was high on mm. on creativity. Yeah, you know, I was I noticed there was less time between a thought and coming out of my mouth. Yeah, and so I'm curious, like, what you've experienced in that. I mean, you're almost kind of like, you kind of just must ride those waves a lot. I mean, in this yeah. sense, you know, but yeah, like, what did so. you notice in terms of like your, um, your ability to just like drop the filter and yeah. stuff like that? Yeah. Well, I, th- I even have a song about it. It's called like, <clears throat> creativity, 
creativity takes work or something like that. I don't yeah. know. I, sh- I should know the title, but, yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that, that's exactly true. And, um, the, fir- if you're writing 20 songs a day, um, it could take 12 hours if you're doing it every day for a, a month. And that, that, that's crazy. Even by my standards. Yeah. Um, it would, by the last day of the month, you're going to be able to do it faster and better than yeah. you did on the first day. And the moral of the story is it, it's like anything else. It's not, it, you know, how do you get faster as a runner? You just run more. Yeah. And then, and then you're better at it. And how do you get, be- how do you get to be a more efficient and better songwriter just, just by doing it? Yeah. So I, I think, I think it's that, I, you know, um, again, I, I, like I rail against the, uh, the romantic notions of uh, creativity and says like no it's work it's just just work so get you know do it like it's a nine to five job be like oh i gotta go to work you know yeah. you know it's it's not uh it's not like uh byron and keats i don't know <laughs> but those poets you know those poets who would wander yeah. around in wordsworth i don't know they're you know they probably worked hard too i take it back yeah, but, but um, the, 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 there's the inspiration versus perspiration crowd. Exactly, guess, you know? and and yeah, and it <laughs> is obviously there's moments of inspiration, but you have to just um, in order to be inspired, you have to be uh, you know, in, in, working on it. You know, put right. yourself in a position to be inspired. You know, right. and if you're not inspired, just keep writing anyway, and right. and then who knows? And right. yeah, so so it, it's it's totally exercise, like you were saying, and uh, and and I you know I think it's a muscle. All I can, the only thing I think that's natural about it in my case is, is perhaps my desire to do it, you know? Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. I, that seems somewhat innate, but, but I mean, that's gotta be the way it is for anything. Like a a baker must want to be a baker, you know? And so that's just what they want to do. And therefore, (laughs) therefore they bake a lot, you know, (laughs) I would think so. Uh, I'm, I'm falling apart here. <laughs> do, you <find> <laughs> <laughs> um, do, do you find that, that it, like, I don't know, have you gone out and just done improv comedy in the last couple of years? Have you gone into any such other situations where turning off your mind and just going with it is needed and you found yourself maybe in like better at it? I mean, have you noticed an improvement in yeah. that? Uh, in that no, skill? I mean, I don't, I don't do any performances really at all. The only thing maybe is, uh, I do the podcast and, uh, you know, the more I do it, the, the, you know, the more free I feel just kind of, you know, it's just me alone in the basement a lot of the time yeah. r- ranting, <laughs> <laughs> usually screaming at the world and saying, I'm a genius. <laughs> Why don't you know this? <laughs> Moturn Media infomercial podcast. Check it out, folks. Yeah. Um, but no, I haven't really applied it much <laughs> in in, uh, in real life. I, I still, you know, I still have my the same day job I've been working since the year two thousand too. Yeah, I work two days a week at a group home for teens. So, um, uh, the only, you know, the only good, uh, the only thing that does for me is it it, it helps my ego be a lot less high because I'll play one of my songs for the kids, <laughs> and they're like, "Your song's stupid. <laughs> You're the worst." Or, right. You're like. I played your song for my friend, and they thought it was dumb. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, tell your friend that. You, <laughs> how many times has your friend been on the Tonight Show? I right? know. <laughs> seriously. When I was on the Tonight Show, they um, for about an hour they treated me with reverence, I, and I didn't even like it. I was just like, kids, stop. You start being mean to me again. This is I, I don't even know what to do anymore. <laughs> That's uh, so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. but uh, 
the people around you, um, like, you know, they say you, you can never be a, a prophet in your own hometown or whatever, sure. you know? Yeah. Um, so the people around you never, they never really get it, you know? Yeah. Uh, which is good though, too, because, um, because then the people you don't know who think you're great, you, you're like, oh, I'm not that great, you know? Like, you're never satisfied with the reaction, sort of. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, until you go on The Tonight Show, and then... and then, and then, and No, then, then you <laughs> read the YouTube comments, and, and people are like, I could write songs like this. Yeah. He writes 20 songs a day, and this is the best you could come up with. Right. I was fighting back on YouTube for a month. I was so sad when they took it down. I was like, oh, I can't fight my detractors anymore. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I mean, it, it seems as though, <clears throat> you know, you really are like just incredibly easygoing like in general like i i i just can't imagine like how i i just things must just really like kind of roll off your shoulders in a lot of ways yeah yeah in a lot of ways but i mean the one thing i'm not easygoing about is um is like getting getting downstairs to work you know and yeah. uh like if there's a cookout for instance you yeah. know on a on a saturday yeah yeah um you know, it's like Saturday is a day that I can record and, I, you know, I, I want to be down in the basement for like 12 hours just yeah. doing stuff because it's like one of the few days of the week where I'm, I my wife is home and she can uh, she can be with the kids and I can get up early and, and churn out music. But yeah. then it's like, oh, we're going to a cookout at so-and-so's house. And I'm yeah. just like, no, <laughs> no, I'm going to stand around and have, uh, you know, and name. no one wants to talk about my music. That's all I want to talk about. <laughs> People are like, how you doing? I'm like, I'm working on an album about a guy who never left his hometown. And they say, oh, yeah. And then they walk away. So, um, so like, you have to be, I'm, you know, I'm pretty diligent about that. And it's yeah. like, you, you have to say no to a lot of things, you know? Like, you got to go to family cookouts, unfortunately. But, I mean, yeah. the, you know, the few friends I've, I have don't call me to be like, hey, you want to watch the game together, right. you know, anymore. Just because they know. The answer is, <laughs> I want to watch the game. I'll have the score, like the, I'll have the little box score in the top corner of my computer, so yeah. I know what the score is. But I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be singing. So, yeah. Yeah. so it, it's a, it's a fine line. But I am, I feel pretty easygoing about things in general. But, um, but that, I mean, it, you know. And then I just feel with guilt if I'm not producing yeah. something. I'm just yeah. like. What are you doing? Yeah. This is you're watching. You're watching TV. What is wrong with you? Get get to work. You know. Yeah. Um. So there's that guilt again. People try to like rid themselves of guilt, though. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I love it. I mean, guilt is a good thing. Yeah. Like you need guilt. Guilt uh, it motivates you to accomplish stuff. So yeah. Don't try to rid yourself of guilt, listeners. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um. Can you can you write can you write uh songs for your wife and and like, it, does that count still as a birthday present or like an anniversary present? Oh, or does she yeah, kind of like, no. I can, she's like, no, you got, <laughs> yeah, you could I, maybe do an album or like, <laughs> like, a, like a box set. <laughs> she might accept yeah. that, like level of effort wise or like, you know, yeah, I mean, novelty wise. There's only around, maybe about a, do <laughs> a dozen or so uh, that would qualify as songs about her. Um, one thing, I mean, uh, you know, a guy, if, if a guy who's, a guy who's going to devote this much time to songs about office supplies and animals and, yeah. and poop yeah. um, probably isn't, I'm not like, um, I, I don't open up my soul and <laughs> my, my music very much. I'm a little, I am a little guarded uh, in that, in that, uh, in that way. You yeah. know, of course I probably, you know, I probably have like a thousand straightforward love songs, but still 
it's not my uh, inclination to be uh, yeah. super honest. I, I, I'd rather do it from the point of view of a character. For the you know, well, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. You could create a char- you could create you know a super honest love song guy. Yeah, and then that could be or hit, some other guy be... who's in love with my wife too. <laughs> oh, that's great! <laughs> and then of course he's talking about you. Yeah, and I wish Matt would get out of the way <laughs> so I could be with his wife because she's so incredible. Oh, that's such a good idea. <laughs> oh, this Big is good picture of her, nice close up of her on the cover. You know, oh. I'm obsessed with, with Matt. <laughs> Matt's Matt wife. Farley's wife. Yeah, that's uh, a very good idea. This is really good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you have any musical influences? Uh yeah, I mean it, it sounds it, silly, but it's like yeah, you know. no, it's a great question, and uh, the basics are you know the Beatles. I grew up you know listening to the Beatles a lot. Uh, piano wise, uh, Elton John and Billy Joel, big fan of the of those two guys growing up. And then um, for the quirkiness, uh, oh Dylan, huge Dylan fan. Yeah. Um, and then um, you know for the 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 weirdness, uh, throw in a little Jonathan Richman. Little Tom Waits, you uh-huh. know, because yeah. uh, they they kind of uh, they approach things from a, a unusual angle, you yeah. know. Oh, Brian Wilson too, of course. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's got this one album of the Beach Boys. It's called Beach Boys Love You. It's from like it's 1977, and um, it was like the only album where they let Brian not only do the music but the the lyrics too. Uh-huh. And <laughs> and like you know, he was just like, you know, Johnny Carson. He's a he's a cool guy. And so he wrote a song about Johnny Carson. <laughs> so it's just this like completely straightforward, a li- rather bland ode to just Johnny Carson. I love watching him on TV, yeah. and uh, I love it. I think it's hilarious, <laughs> and ca- I mean he's a you know melodic uh, genius too, so right. that helps. Right. But um, it's so it's funny on so many levels, and uh, it, again maybe unwise. Like if you're gonna be inspired by any Beach Boys album, it shouldn't be like love you the unknown mess from 1977 <laughs> but i took that mistake and i've run with it <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think brian wilson will be proud i mean he seems like a quirky guy so yeah i i would hope so yeah yeah um have it's it seems obvious that like there's a market in the kids music world have you considered that i mean uh, yeah i don't know that- I, feel, I mean uh, most of my songs can be kid songs but they're not they're not specifically kid songs there's something i don't it, not necessarily that your songs are songs for kids but it's just like i have a friend who worked tirelessly for a year to make a kids album yeah because there was a market for it and right. and like you could crank out something like that i don't know just like yeah it's the, I, i'm just kidding. yeah I, something feels weird to me about about <laughs> specifically trying to make it a kids album for some reason like yeah. i just uh i just want to do what i want to do most of it will appeal to kids, but it's, uh, um, yeah. you know. I, so there hasn't been like a like a kids publishing company that's like picked you up or something. No, you know, like, no. Shel no. Silverstein actually, you know, yeah. did. Um, he, I don't really think that he intended to write for kids a lot of times. And I uh, know, and uh, he didn't always too. I mean, uh, he has some pretty adult stuff. I agree, yeah. and I like that. That's why, and that makes kids like it more. Frankly, you yeah. know, it, yeah. it was marketed to kids. Yeah. Maybe even after the fact, you know, yeah. a little bit. You know, he wrote "Boy Named Sue." I did know yeah. that. Yeah. And did you see there is he has a he has another song called "Father of a Boy Named Sue." Oh, really? Yeah. I I, <laughs> didn't, I didn't I haven't heard a recording of him singing it, but it's really interesting. You would totally appreciate it, right? So it's so there's "Boy Named Sue," obviously, and he, "Father of Boy Named Sue" is a poem, and it's and it's it's "Boy Named Sue," but from the perspective of the dad. Nice. And the dad is is like you know, this this kid's really annoying. I just want to get the hell out of here. So he leaves. And then he meets the kid later, and the kid is kind of this, like, 
uh, he's like a gay fairy or something. The kid, and from they, the point of view of the dad? From the point of view of the dad, they, nice. the dad's like, ugh. And then like, and then it ends up where like he's like his sex slave at the end of it. Oh, <laughs> it's my. Like, it's like pretty... Does he bite off a piece of his ear? Does it happen <laughs> no. in the other one, too? No, but it's like, it's it's just kind of funny. That's like it's, cuckoo. It's just like this really weird, yeah. twisted thing about, you know, how it all ended up. I love it. Um, but yeah. Um, gosh, so, I mean... I guess when it comes to like, if you're gonna write a if you're gonna write a a, a book about like what you've learned, if, you, if let's say you know everybody, let's say let's say you had like thousands of people that were like Matt is our guru, yeah. like our creative guru, yeah. What and you and you then and they were all sitting, you know, they all showed up to Danvers and they were like, okay. all right, like teach us something, teach us something, you know, yeah. What would you What would you want to tell like your followers? Well, first off, I would tell them. Um, Guru, the concept of a guru is not a healthy thing. I don't think you know nobody should be a guru because it's gonna make them uh, totally self-obsessed and and it's dangerous too. It feels dangerous. Yeah. I think we're we're playing with cult. We're getting real close to a cult here, folks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People, go home. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, wait, before you go, I, I got a few things I can tell you. Um, just get to work. Quit. You know. Quit thinking about it and just do it. You know, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. You have to write. You know, what? Here's what works for me. I write. I if I I could be in the middle of a song and think it's bad, and yeah. if I just stop working on it, I feel that that will make it harder for me to write the next good song. Yeah. For some reason, I have to get through the bad song. Write it to the end. Record right. the whole song, even if I'm not into it and it doesn't feel right. Yeah. Just get it through. I mean, obviously, you know, I'm not. You don't have to have like three part harmony, you know, in a bad a sure. song you don't even like. But just get through it and give it the old college try, and then then you can kind of like put it away, and then that that frees up the pathway for the next song. Again, that that's what works for me. So, but I mean, and 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 that also goes with the whole. Just, just do it. Just get to work. So, I mean, um, so many people just talk about what they, what they're gonna do, you know. Yeah. And then, and then they don't do it. So, um, you know, you should, you should, you should feel guilty <laughs> if you're not doing what you say you're gonna do. I feel incredibly guilty, you know. Yeah. And so, so knowing that I feel guilty i set myself up so i will tell people i'm going to do something and that's a that's a way to motivate myself to do it because i'll be like well i told that person i got to live up to it right meanwhile that person doesn't even care or remember but yeah. it's enough to get to get me to do it yeah. um but ju yeah just get to work there's no such thing as uh inspiration uh creative uh, um tortured artists don't exist beethoven wasn't even really deaf that was a uh <laughs> That was a promotional thing. I'm serious. Yeah. Uh, really? I don't, know. I don't know this. Obviously, it's probably not true. But these are your followers. You can tell them whatever. They'll they'll believe you. People, listen to me. Uh, uh, here's the thing. You need a hook. You need a hook. You uh, not just a musical hook, but you need like a thing. Part of why I release every song, even if it's bad, was yeah. because I was like, you know what? If I have ten to twenty thousand of these, people will take notice just because they. How can they Sheer not? Volume, yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's and and that's like slightly like the evil um marketing aspect of, of it, you know, and it feels yeah. a little bad. But at least I'm doing it myself. Like it feels weird when people hire publicists and marketers to, to promote them, you yeah. know? And, and then they act cool. Like 
I always use Tom Petty as an example, you know? Uh-huh. He's Mr. Cool, right? Yeah. Great songwriter, don't get me wrong. I yeah. have a lot of respect for him. But he's Mr. Cool. And then they made a movie. They made a four-hour documentary. Peter Bogdanovich uh-huh. uh, directed it yeah. about how great he is. Yeah. And from the outside, you're like, Tom Petty's great. Bogdanovich wanted to make a movie about, about how great Petty is. Yeah. But then I learned that... <laughs> Tom Petty hired Peter Bogdanovich to make a four-hour movie about how great Tom Petty is. And uh, I'm sure they didn't, maybe they didn't hide that fact, but they definitely, it wasn't like, it wasn't foremost in the credits. You know, it was like, hi, I'm Tom Petty. And here's my movie about how great I am. Oh, hey, you're following me around the camera. Look at that. What a coincidence. Yes. Uh, So all all these documentaries, they feel phony and, and, and they just feel like, like huge marketing things. You know, even, even the devil and Daniel Johnston, which which I, I find really interesting and in, in stuff, but it's still in the back. Have you seen it? No. Uh, it's it's a compelling documentary, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, well, it's also just a commercial for the music of Daniel Johnston. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. guru. Everyone's left. By the way, my guru speech is <laughs> bored them. <laughs> Guys, come back. Well, I you know what I I love is it and it, you know it's like we talked about those little those little satisfying moments. Like I'd love to be. I'd love to be a fly on the wall when somebody comes up to you and is like, "Man, I can't write any songs." <laughs> like, <laughs> I just love to, like just as you laugh at them, like just like you no, know. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't laugh at them because it is hard. Yeah. And um, you're a compassionate guru. I course, am, yeah. yeah. And and I just say get you know get to work. I mean, if they're if they come back a year later and and still moping about it, it's like, come on. I wouldn't even say it, but in my head, I just be like, come on, just right. just do it. How much TV have you watched between last year and this year when yeah. you when you had this notion that, that you're a songwriter? And the answer is lots. Most people, I think, watch, um, like, you ask the average person how much TV do you watch, they'll tell you, mm-hmm. like, two hours a day. Yeah. And I'm, I'm telling you, it's seven. Yeah. It's seven hours a day. People don't realize how much they watch and also actively lie about yeah. it because they're embarrassed. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, and TV is amazing and TV is great. So, you know, it's okay. But, yeah. um, you know, what I have a better use of their six hours, yes, especially on June exactly. 3rd. You know, I think that oh, <laughs> I know. Listen, it, it's a good playlist. I listen. I don't, and you know, you don't just have to listen to it on June 30. Yeah. Anytime you want. It's Anytime called want. O- Official Motern Media Playlist. It's yeah. got 225 songs right now. Yeah. But I'm going to cull it down to 200 by June 3rd. So yeah. it's going to be that much more powerful. Yeah. I'm so proud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you talked about you're going to do a live show. Uh, on that day. On that day. Yeah. In Danvers. Uh, yeah, a secret somewhere in Denver, secret location. Secret location. You got to buy a ticket. It's forty-two bucks at my website, moternmedia.com. We've sold four tickets to a, one to a guy in Toronto, <laughs> a husband and wife in Tennessee, and a guy in Connecticut. <laughs> it, it's you know you're losing when you know each ticket holder. <laughs> I don't know. Like I've met two of them, but I mean we we still we're not. I feel like I'm still, uh, you know, it's still, we don't know each other well enough that they're, you know, it's not like my brother coming just to support me. You know, right. these, these are real people who like my music. Yeah. So I got six more months to, to push it and um, it's going to be great. So I'm, I'm forcing my friends. I got a friend who plays guitar, uh, a guitar playing friend, a bass yeah. playing friend and a drummer. 
And I'm like, guys, we're doing it. We're yeah. putting on a show. I'm paying them. I'm renting out the, the venue. I'm going to lose money on this thing. Yeah. Probably. Maybe I'll break even if I can sell like 30 or 40 tickets. Yeah. Um, but who cares? You know, yeah. I want, and, and it's going to be a five hour show. <laughs> <laughs> five hours. And yeah. uh, there'll be some breaks. You know, I'll let people go to the bathroom and stuff. But, right. um, right. But I'm just, you know, I I, I just want to do it. Yeah, and and I've already got the set list. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. that what you're gonna say? Yeah, kind of. You, you already made the whole set list. For yeah, the five it's, hours. it's on my it's on my computer. Is yeah, you're gonna do the June. You, oh, you're gonna do the June third. That same no, you do those no. songs or no? I mean, all the songs are from that playlist, so that like if people wanna be familiar, it's like well. I'm playing about 40 songs from this 200 track playlist. So, you know, if you're familiar with the playlist, you'll be happy at the show. Yeah. You know, um, are you going to have them like, are you, did you make the set list in a way that like it doesn't, it kind of, the themes are, they smooth transitions or no, are you, ju- are you, no, you know, jump poop around song to, to like, love song to, yeah. love, to country, yeah. to <laughs> furniture to, you know? Yeah. 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 It, it's, it's going all over the place, but uh, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm sure it'll get some changes, but I am pumped. I don't, I haven't performed I like live some, in ages. There's some media that's going to want to cover that. I don't you think, know? I don't know. Like, <laughs> they may I, not stay the whole five hours, yeah. but they'll want to at least write an article about it. Maybe I have know. a few people who are nice to me in the world of media, you know, yeah. reply all, uh, right, front and center. Right. These guys here, the Bone Zone, yeah. too, uh, they're, that's Brendan Walsh and Randy Lidke. They, um, yeah. He looks like the guy from uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, uh, yeah, that's not, not him, no, okay. not him. Yeah. Uh, you know they're on late night TV. They're on um, at midnight a lot on Comedy Central okay, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. They were listening to my poop songs while recording their podcast about four years ago. Yeah. And they found my phone number, called it. Yeah. We start chatting. I was at work at the time. I snuck into a closet <laughs> so I could talk to them. I just thought they were just some like college kids calling me. Yeah. Midway through, I realized, uh, you know, they're professional comedians. That's pretty cool. I tell them I have songs about comedians. Turns out I had already written a song about Brendan. <laughs> and they were like, all of us were just like, what? <laughs> this is so, <laughs> this is completely insane. And th- so they're, they're my champions and they're, they're great. And they're the ones who told PJ about me yeah. to get uh, TLDR to do a story. Yeah. 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 And so uh, the moral of that is like I've sent out press releases for decades, you know, uh-huh. and nobody cares. Right. Like you need, you need a trusted maven to pass on to pass you know what i mean like you send an email to rolling stone saying hi you should write an article about my band yeah and they don't care but if someone they know says you should check out this band then then they do it so i don't know if promotions is is uh is worth the effort i don't know what do you think i think well i I think that you have it's like your story is so it's like amazing it's very newsworthy you know I, obviously I, like you said right yeah on twitter i often say i'm like why is this not international <laughs> news <laughs> man writes 100 songs in day up to eighteen thousand yeah. three hundred. What? how much more do you want i think part of it is that i'm so needy you know if i if i were the cool tortured artist then they would they then they'd be like "Ooh, isn't he interesting but i'm not gonna do it i'm not cutting off my ear no, no, probably. You're, you're gonna you're gonna still pick up every phone call that I'm comes pick, in. Yeah, that's the thing. And if if I'm if I don't answer, I'm calling back. <laughs> you do you call back? I call back. I'm like, hey, that's I got a, a call from this number, and they're like, well, uh, <laughs> perhaps you're the number in a song. And sometimes there's it's so obvious they're lying. They're like, 
Oh, no, oh, no, no. <laughs> like, you totally did. <laughs> but, yeah, so if I was cooler, if I was, if I acted cooler, yeah, I feel like I'd get more attention. But yeah. I would like to see what you would do with, like, massive fame because I feel like it would be really fun to watch yeah. what, how you – because let's say, let's say you just literally couldn't field all the phone calls. Yeah. I feel like you would still do something fun with it. Yeah, yeah. You or you just be like – Have you thought yeah. about that already? Well, I mean, I'd have to, you know, get another phone so that, you know, my parents are calling or something. I can, right. I can answer. But, I mean, keep the other – you know, an hour a day. Like, all right, this is the hour where I, where I answer them or something. Yeah. You know? or, yeah. But, I mean – uh, I definitely love connecting with people. I mean, you know, I'm texting them. If you know, if I don't call them back, I'll text them. So sorry, I missed your call. Hey, how's it going? And uh, yeah, it's fun to connect. Uh, I, I, you know, you don't. I think I don't want Kanye fame. You know. Yeah. I just, I would just like enough money that I could afford to do the music as much as I want to. Cause I'm, I want to do it more. You yeah. know. Yeah. I, I want to do it more. Yeah. I'm not there yet. I'm, I'm, you want to, I, I even talk numbers shamelessly. Yeah. Um, through online digital sales. Yeah. I'm making about 20, 20, low twenties, yeah. thousands dollars. Yeah. yeah. Which is pretty great. And how much of that is streaming versus like downloads? Um, it keeps, I mean, streaming keeps on, um, creeping up there. I, I'd say it's more than 50% streaming at this point, especially yeah. since Apple music started, you know, you see Apple music coming up as, iTunes MP3 goes down, yeah. but I mean people still are buying MP3s. You yeah. know, it's still happening on Amazon too. Yeah, and then I have a custom song business too, where um, right people just email me and they're like, "Will you do a song for my uh, cat?" Yeah, <laughs> and, and I charge them forty four bucks. They tell me yeah. fifteen facts about their cat. If I need more info, I'll email them back, and then I, uh, I you know, I spend about an hour. It's you know it's not just uh, one chord and in in droning lyrics. I mean, yeah, these people are getting good songs if I do say so. And since yeah. I was on Reply All last week, yeah, I, th- I think I've gotten like twenty five orders since Thursday. Oh wow, yeah, which is uh, which is a little overwhelming, but I'll take it. That's uh, do you get, that's they, great. They've mentioned you a couple times. Do you get every you get time they mention me. Yes, <laughs> 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 my entire business model. Uh, <laughs> relies on those guys just deciding to mention me in an episode (laughs) do you just like i mean do you just write songs like if you hear them do a podcast about you know uh desks or something like that you just write a song and send it to me like hey just uh just by the way oh no only when they they request yeah only when they ask yeah they'll they'll send me the script ahead of time and be like we were thinking you could uh do like a a 40 second song at this point and then uh, right then i'll do it you know yeah. Yeah, I don't want to be pushy. I'm so grateful to uh, you know, all their support. They're 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 cool. They're cool. Although I do want them to be in my next movie. That would be cool. I keep yeah. pu- pushing that. Yeah. I think I'll I'll try to make that happen. Um that's great. Um I make movies too. There's no time to get into that though. My goodness. Yeah, I know that I noticed that. <laughs> so you have <laughs> your production studio is on is just 24/7 like yeah. stop. Yeah, it's fun. Um so there's one uh, question I ask people on the show, and um, it's kind of like a time travel question. So right. if you could go back 
let's say like it seems like 2008 was then you started the kind of quest for like the the the, yeah the novel you call it the novelty songs yeah because prior to that it was just the band mose haven me and my friend tom which you were still really prolific in like you were still pumping out way more songs than the average yes person so there was seeds of this kind of for sure i i had exercised those um that part of my creativity so that i was i was uniquely poised right to pounce (laughs) on this like uh little hole in the the music industry like the music industry needs more songs about unique things i am i'm the one who can do it yeah 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 so back in time yeah yeah so if you could go and just like pass yourself a note yeah um to yourself back in 2008 um as like just maybe some advice something you've learned in the last eight years here um what would you say to yourself well i would go back to 2004 frankly okay yeah and i would just be like all right uh itunes just started yeah write songs with weird words in your titles. Yeah. That's all that's all I'd say, you know, or write more songs with weird words in your titles, yeah. you know? Uh that's it because I mean my my method uh was not much different in 04 than, you know, in by 04 my, Tom and I from Mose Haven, we had already recorded a 24-hour album, you know, which, you know, a 24 disc. <laughs> One album was 24 discs each an hour long. Wow. We spent a few months on it and then we had a listening party that very poorly attended, I should say. <laughs> and, and people couldn't stay for the whole thing, I'm guessing. Just Tom and I, you know, just sitting there being, well, we're pretty good, huh? Oh, uh, oh, oh look, look what's coming next. I yeah. can't wait to hear this one. Um, okay, wait, one more. Now I, have, now I just thought of another one. Uh, it, are you into recreational drug use with this? Is there oh, like no. A, I'm, I'm, you're it, totally... I'm totally... I've never touched... Artists, some artists, you know. Yeah. Oh, well, um, that's another thing. Yeah, I, I've never touched alcohol or drugs in my entire life. And you don't swear. I don't even swear. That's right. <laughs> but the swearing is just just to annoy my friends. I just <laughs> it's want... Not, it's not like you don't have any like morals against no, them. No, like I a fun swears thing. are fine. It's go go nuts, you know. Yeah. But, um, but when I was in fifth grade... Everyone started swearing, you know? Yeah, because it's cool, right? It, and I was just like, well, I'm not going to jump on this bandwagon, that, you know? Yeah. So I definitely have the instinct to kind of go the opposite direction. So. Yeah. But it's fun It's fun to be rebellious in in the like in a conservative way you know what i mean right. like i'm gonna rebel against the uh the 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 hippie um druggies and be like you know what i don't think that's actually the answer the the drug use yeah but again go go nuts do whatever you want but um but i i, I and I, I think it sells again it sells you know, um, <laughs> Brian Wilson of gaining weight and taking tons of drugs is a great story, and people talk about it, and then they're like, "Oh, can't you hear the longing in the song that he wrote? The longing, right. uh, you know, and and like, oh, the LSD opened his mind. Can't you hear it? And it's like, I don't know, I don't know. I, I a, I, I think they exaggerate the drug use. I really do. You yeah, know, like yeah. even Keith Richards. It's like. Keith Richards, I really feel like it's just an act, you know? He's like, like holding a a bottle everywhere he goes, you know? He's probably got water in it. Right. uh, But but, uh, long story short, no, never, I'm I'm such a square. Oh, such a square, but proud. I'm bringing back uptight. That's one of my goals, too. Yeah. Let's bring back uptightness. Let's be... Let's be diligent, folks. Yeah. Diligence is not something that's celebrated in the... Excessive world of, uh, of music. Well, and that, that's what I love about about your <laughs> about your. And I noticed this before I met you too, but it's like I, 
I love that that you you have this kind of square persona, right? Like yeah. you're a, you're a guy, you're a dad, you have a family, yeah. you have kids. You so know, you uncool. have a normal haircut. Proudly, you have, uncool. You maybe even just shaved in a few days. You have a fleece on. My mom bought my entire <laughs> outfit. I dress the way a seventy year old woman uh, thinks a guy should dress. <laughs> right. That's why <laughs> old ladies always like, oh, look at you, look at you, so handsome. Like, cause my mom picked out my clothes. <laughs> and so, and it's like, and I imagine this is an interesting idea of like, what do you think? people expect when they hear your songs what do they think they what do they yeah, expect you to look like, like or be like gone this guy <laughs> like, oh he's like woo gone yeah. right like <laughs> i work yeah like, i know the moon I, you know i work at a group home for teens or it's like all about you know routine and and getting your life back in order and uh you know yeah. going to school and doing your homework <laughs> and and going to bed on time so uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> a regimen a regimen is is so not cool and therefore, yeah. the, you know, but I'm a little too actively opposed to it, too. You know, like uh, sure. I'm doing slightly out of spite. <laughs> I feel like it was like a I maybe thought there was like a it was going to weird. Al, weird Al is probably the only person I that was like the image that popped in my head. I was like, yeah. what would Matt look like? But he's pretty square, too. Oh, is he? I think. I don't know. I that. mean, he doesn't look square, too. I mean, he's got the crazy hair. But I mean, I feel the the little I know about him, he seems like a pretty Pretty down to earth guy, I think. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But don't don't quote me. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Let me know and get get him on the show. I'll get him on the show. <laughs> um, and I'm like, why haven't you written more songs? Where now I got a guy Matt Farley. You gotta meet him. Yeah, get um, to work. Yeah, I am. Um, this is just this is great. I mean, I'm just psyched for you that you exist and doing all this. Um, <laughs> I I think you know that's the coolest thing about doing a podcast is, is getting yeah. to meet just like really I know. interesting if you, people. If you and called shit, me and so. said, Hey, can I come over and just talk? I'd be like, what? No. <laughs> have Who people, are have you, people like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so w- have you gotten any really weird requests from that and like that or oh, no, people, no, people are cool. People are great. Right? Yeah. You know? I have a song called most people are nice by the passionate and objective Joker fan. Yeah. And it's true. The, the song is about how oh, one thing you have to do is lower your expectations. You know, like, yeah. Most people are nice in in the fact that you know no one killed you today, you know? Sure. That's beautiful. Yeah, you it's, know? Like, it's like that it's like that Ice Cube song. It's like I didn't have to use my AK. Yeah, what's that? It's like a pretty a, good, today good, was a good day. Today was a good day. <laughs> yeah, for in and for real. It's like, you know, I mean, he he had some more social uh commentary going on probably right. than me. But um I Danvers, you know, it's a yeah. pretty pretty rough neighborhood <laughs> up here, you know. I mean But frankly, every time I use salt at a restaurant and there's not like poison in there because I mean a person could pour poison into the salt shaker you right. know every I time i didn't know that actually now I'm okay be, i don't I, know either i'm assuming <laughs> i'm just assuming i'm looking at it but I'm they like, wouldn't pour it in the pepper or it would be the salt <laughs> they're just saying like there's a specific danger to the pepper there was a taste yeah. it, or? no there was a podcast recently do you listen to my favorite murder no yeah know. they did one about the tylenol killings where a guy was like putting oh, okay. uh, cyanide in tylenol capsules. that actually happened i was born on october 10th 1982 okay yeah the newspaper that, on the day i was born yeah. was, was the tylenol yes scare. yeah that was it yeah um i was just a great podcast episode yeah. about it and uh and so every time you take a tylenol and you're not um killed that's beautiful yeah. So the moral of the story is pain relief too. On yeah. Top of that. <laughs> Although no, embrace the pain, folks. Yeah. I, I'm anti Tylenol right too. Seriously, pain is part of life. Does that so so does your no drugs include medication of I, those uh, kinds? You know, if I have like an infection and and it's it's a problem, I'll take penicillin. But yeah. it, you know, it, for for mild uh, aches and pains, no, I'll, I'll be okay. Yeah. But again, I'm a big baby too, so yeah, know, give me <laughs> enough pain. I'm like, <laughs> like taking heroin, you know, without thinking <laughs> twice. 
but um uh but the people who call are cool you know it's often you know kids who who get nervous when i answer yeah you know and um but but there's lots of just cool people that i like i'm practically friends with at this point sometimes i want to call them just to chat they call multiple times oh yeah 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 totally just to say like hey i was listening to the song i liked it or absolutely or they'll text me too you know texting it makes it easier they can just and totally it's so gratifying i get a text hey i was listening to this album yeah i love it i'm like ah oh, tell me more please yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um well that's amazing man i'm uh i'm just <laughs> this is just wonderful and um i yeah i'm excited to i'm gonna i'm gonna think i'm, I'm gonna throw i'm gonna weave in some of the songs oh cool during yeah. the podcast totally and we'll do that yeah, and go um, nuts. And yeah, dude, thanks for thanks for having me over at your yeah, house. Yeah, this uh, this flew this flew by. Thank you. I didn't never play with people. This is exciting. <laughs> I 
I just something, I just know it. I think Malcolm Gladwell described it in the book Blink. That's right. You just know it. You don't know how you know it, you just know it. I'll admit, I was a little bit nervous when I called you because it's sometimes strange calling a stranger, but you put me at ease with your likable persona. It would be a really good movie about a guy who wanted to lure journalists into his house. <laughs> if the guy spent a decade writing songs <laughs> just to reach that point, it would fit in with his sociopath persona. That's something a crazy person would do. And that would lead to more album sales, they'd say. Do you hear about that album made by the guy who made a bunch of albums in order to lure journalists into his house? <laughs> and then he tied them up in a chair and made them listen to all 82,000 songs. I love to give people rides to the airport because I can force them to listen to my music on the way to the airport and they can't complain about it because they're getting a ride to the airport. Sounds like a reality TV show if I ever heard one. So anyway, back to the reason we were writing this song. I thought it would be a quick intro and now I'm wondering if people are gonna feel like it's a little too long, but that's okay, man, because the theme of the podcast is you can't care what people think about you. You gotta do your thing even if it's an hour and ten minutes long. That's